Hi, and welcome back to The Future is in Your Hands. I'm Zerlin Deary. I'm a licensed and board-certified massage therapist and educator. I have over 30 years of experience, and another thing I do sometimes is overthink things. Sometimes this comes in handy. Other times it may slow me down a bit. So I'm asking you to slow down and consider taking a more involved examination of this process to help you choose the right massage school or decide if it isn't for you after all. It took me almost a year to choose the school I attended, and I did some of these things that I thought of back then. I truly believe taking the time and waiting for the one that felt just right made a difference in my success and being able to still be in practice today. Today I'm going to talk about massage math. There's a myth, or maybe it's true, that massage therapists are not good at math. Now it is true that we don't have to demonstrate math skills to gain entry to massage school. And in some ways, it is unfortunate that there are rarely any entrance requirements for massage schools and programs. It may seem that some massage therapists don't exhibit strength in finance and reason sometimes, or they easily trust what someone says as truth instead of dissecting it a bit. So today we're going to talk about the cost of massage school, some different ways to pay for it. We may also touch on some of those things people say that sound a little too good to be true. Okay. So tuition for massage schools and programs in the U.S. ranges from $5,000 to $15,000 or more. The number of hours across the United States ranges from 500 hours to over 1,000 hours or more. So make sure, again, that you're going to go to a program with enough hours for where you want to practice. Now, the number of hours doesn't always match the dollar amount. And there's a variety of reasons for this. Premier locations, popular instructors, or very successful programs may charge more. One thing you can do is to take the cost and divide it by the hours. For instance, a private school with a 500-hour program that charges $12,000 would be $24 an hour while you're sitting there in class, or clinic, or doing things. Another one, maybe 500 hours for $5,000. That would be $10 an hour. While a community college program that has a 900-hour program charges $12,800 for tuition would be $14 an hour. So don't be afraid to do this math. Your phone can do it. You just take the total dollar amount, divide it by the hours, and figure out what you're paying for each hour. This is a point of awareness, and it's completely fine to be aware of this. Not very many people are. Maybe if they were, they would take school a little more seriously. An associate's degree or program that gets college credit is not always more expensive. And an accredited or unaccredited school may be more or less expensive. It doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes. But just know that most private schools can set their own price. A community college or state vocational tech school cannot set their own price. 
they may have to follow the price per credit hour, which may be the same for all similar programs. And it may be a lot harder to break down sometimes because they may only list by credit hours. There may be one or more states that require college hours for specific massage licenses. And they shouldn't be surprised if you ask for the number of hours so that you can make sure you can get licensed in the state you want to practice in. They're probably used to this question. And I will say this again for those of you in the back rows. It may be easier to move and go to a massage school in the state you want to practice in instead of going somewhere else and hoping it all works out. You need to check with the state massage board where you want to practice. Do it before you go to massage school or program in another state. There are a few states that are getting picky, picky, picky about letting people move in and practice there. They want to support their local schools, and they seem to have a bit of a proprietary attitude about education. Now, not all states allow schools to do discounts or work-study programs. But some of the ones that may be available could be a discount for paying tuition and fees in full in advance. Another one could be doing work-study to pay for part of your tuition by performing a job for the school. It could be more expensive if you're paying out-of-state tuition, or you could get a discount for moving from another state to attend. And at least one school I saw had a discount for single parents. Another one had free tuition for a family member or friend if you enrolled and paid your tuition in advance. Now wait, they didn't list what their tuition was. So my thought was that this might be one of those too good to be true things. So here are some choices for you. Save up the money, pay for it when you start school, hopefully get a discount. Please don't laugh this off. Seriously, taking the time to save up the money, not having to worry about payments during school or graduating with a student loan to pay back may be the best stress-free plan and completely worth it. You could also take advantage of a school program that allows you to make payments while you're going to school. Some schools have their own payment plans. Some charge interest, some don't. Some have arranged for a payment plan at a lending institution. You can see if you qualify for a federally funded school loan. These will only be available at some accredited schools and programs. The loan may end up being much more than you realize when they add fees and interest, so make sure you know what the total will be and what your payments will be. And please, I don't recommend that you take out extra money for living expenses. And I'm being serious here. If you are already not supporting yourself, please don't use loan money to create a fake safety net. It'll be gone before or by the time you graduate. And if for some reason you think somebody's going to pay you to go to school, you might not have read the things well. This is another one of those maybe-too-good-to-be-true moments. So also think of some ways you can conserve your finances while you're going to school, like making your own food and eating out less, living at home with the parental units for a limited amount of time, going over your budget of expenses and seeing if you can trim anything back. And do you have any other loans or credit card bills you could get paid off first just to give yourself some breathing room?
The more financial flexibility you can create, the better. And a few words. No, I'm lying. There'll be a lot more words. And it's about time management, class schedules, and self-care. It starts now. Making sure the class schedules don't mess with your current job can be challenging. You know, before there was federal student loans available, the class schedules seemed much more lax. For instance, now you can find a school that will graduate you with 500 hours in 16 weeks or 600 hours in five months. Some may be amazing. Some may not be so good. The biggest point is what is best for you. When I was in school in the late 80s, I went to class on Tuesdays and Thursdays for four hours. There was a day class and an evening class. And every other Saturday, we met together for eight hours. Then we had some special weekend intensives sometimes. It took me a long time to finish, but I had plenty of time for my life, my family, other work, studying, and really learning things. Years later, when I opened a school, I realized that that schedule seemed more academic. It related to a 12 to 16 hour week of classes with plenty of time to do homework and have a life. So I kept a similar schedule for my school for 12 years. And it was convenient for people to work full time and go to school at night and weekends. And it was convenient for others to go to school during the day and work night and weekends. But one of the points was we all worked. The students in class with me when I was in massage school were yoga teachers, school teachers, cosmetologists, office workers, a dentist, bartenders, and waitresses. Now it seems like many of the school schedules are quite cramped together with a rush of must finish faster. There doesn't seem to be time to do homework or digest the information well. So many students either don't have time to work or are so time crunched working and going to school over 20 hours a week that their lives are seriously affected. Or is it that the schools must make more money and have more classes to make more money so they push all the hours closer together? And maybe they don't even realize that they're shifting from an academic schedule that respected life balance and self-care into this mad rush of making money and pushing students through classes and that our art and science might suffer a little bit. This is the unspoken massage math I'm talking about, where it gets a little ragged around the edges and maybe even the scores on the national exams might go down because people were being forced to learn too fast in an unsupported environment. When we have students that just give up because they're going to be in school four or five full days a week and they don't see time to work or get their schoolwork done or be with their families, they're tempted to take out that student loan for more money to live on. And you know, while you're in school, this can be a big mistake. So tread carefully here. Self-care should start now. Self-care should start before you completely blast yourself finishing a program and paying for it or going into too much debt and realizing you're going to be paying for it for too many years. 
You know better than anyone if you can pull that many hours a week. Do you have time to really learn and own that knowledge? Do you have time to truthfully hone those hands-on skills with food in your belly and plenty of rest? Please make your school experience a joyful one and not a burden. Make it an honor to get to do this, not a sacrifice to get it done. It just goes so fast anyway. And you know, back then, we instructors even worked and pulled a part-time or full-time practice along with running and teaching a school. It seems so much more challenging to do that now. So you may not find your perfect schedule, but please look around and be honest with yourself and realize what that schedule is going to do to you and your life and your families. Maybe don't be in too much of a hurry. Maybe there is a slower class. Maybe you're one of those people that enjoy exploring and learning slowly, gently, and deeply. And if you have a class schedule that's longer, you'll have a longer time to make payments along the way and maybe more time to make money and work while you're in school. And let's talk about scholarships. Please remember to ask if there are scholarships available. Make certain you read and understand everything you sign. Some people swear they thought they were signing up for a scholarship and they were shocked they had a huge student loan. Just so you know, Successful Hands Grants each year will give eight $1,000 grants to massage therapy students. In addition, each winter school receives a $500 grant and a $500 product package. Also, check out the Massage Therapy Foundation. They have a student case report contest. And every month of the year, ABMP gives one lucky student who's enrolled in ABMP Student Life a $1,000 scholarship. AMTA awards several scholarships a year. They range from $2,500 to $10,000. They have a $2,500 AMTA Summer Scholarship, a $5,000 Massage Therapy Journal Scholarship, a $5,000 Bob King Scholarship, and a $10,000 Rick Bowden Healer at Heart Scholarship. But wait, the tuition? That might not be the total cost. Or the total cost might not just be tuition. So you need to find out if that cost includes anything like a massage table, a massage chair, sheets, blankets, lotion or other products, your textbooks, or membership and insurance with an organization. You would also need to know if you're going to be required to purchase any of these things in addition to the tuition. But either way, ask for an itemized list of what is included or required for you to purchase and have for class. If you get a list of items you're required to purchase, ask if you're also required to purchase them through the school or program and if there's a discount, or if you may purchase them separately. You will need to know if you need to have the actual brand of sheets, lotions, table, or massage chair, just in case that's required in the classroom. And please, don't get upset about this. Each school has a right to expect a certain amount of consistency in the classroom. Some schools may provide all your sheets while you're there. 
Others may ask you to provide the sheets during class but not clinic. Others may require you to supply your sheets for class and clinic. There are some schools that may have people bringing whatever sheets they have and it's a beautiful tie-dye SpongeBob world. And others may require you to have specific colors and brands of sheets. You know, back when I went to massage school, it was a little weird because they just said, bring whatever a set of twin sheets. And I showed up with strawberry shortcake sheets and nobody laughed. Well, they had cartoon ones, mismatched ones, tie-dye ones, and half-top sheets. It seems we were at this odd spot where people in California had started adding draping to the local massage ordinances. So this having to use sheets to cover up and actually drape people properly was still kind of new to some of the California massage people. And they weren't really hung up about it. Some were upset about having to do it. But to this day, there's still a few clothing optional areas for massage and natural hot springs around. But also today, across the United States, we pretty much need to drape everyone, every time, everywhere. Keeping everyone safe and sound, we will do great massages and draping will be a skill you will learn well. Today, all my sheets are nice solid colors, beige, blue, and green, with lovely matching paisley imprints on the covers and lush blankets. No more strawberry shortcake sheets for me. And everyone needs to be on the same page in the textbooks, so the addition may matter. However, you need to get clarity on if you need to purchase a hard copy or a digital version, or if you can rent it. And if you, like me, enjoy reading and are constantly looking for more information, you may not regret buying some used copies of other massage textbooks at library book sales, used bookstores, and garage sales. I have found some of my most treasured antique massage books online. Wherever you choose to go, you will know which massage products they prefer. It will be professional massage products. Not just any stuff works for massage. It would be a complete mess if everyone was just making their own stuff and grabbing stuff from the store. It's just not professional. You will be quite surprised at the consistency and the differences in the massage products. Oils, lotions, gels, and creams. You'll find the things you like best. And once you're out of school, you can play with other versions and brands too. Now, about the actual equipment, tables and chairs. First, find out where and when you will be needing and getting your massage table and chair. Some schools provide them for classes and clinical practicums. Others may require you to purchase them and bring them to class and or clinic. They may even have one or more chair massage events scheduled during each semester and expect you to participate. So it's not a bad idea to ask about this in case it's not during class time and you need to have a massage chair and be responsible to transport it to another site. Now, some schools may have packages that you can choose from, and these may or may not be included in the cost of the school or program. And there are some wonderful companies that put together cost-effective student and beginning practice sets for these programs. When it comes to massage tables and chairs, I get a little passionate. These are the two things you may be investing the most money in for your future practice. Buy a massage table like you mean it.
Cheaper is usually never better. You must make certain you're buying a professional massage table. Those inexpensive massage tables online and at discount stores, they may have a tag that says not for professional use, or the tag may say for home use only. This could imply that if anything happens and a client gets hurt because of the table, you are liable. Your liability insurance may state something to the effect that you should be using industry-grade or professional equipment. So if you're looking for the cheapest table, what are you saying about your faith and belief in yourself and your future? If you're buying an inexpensive table that may not last more than a year or so, what are you really saying about how long you want to do massage? I'm currently using a hydraulic table in my practice that's eight years old. And I'm wondering why I waited so long to get one. It was expensive, but it's going to last a long time. I also have a portable table that's over 20 years old. When I bring it into a classroom, people are usually very surprised it's that old. It looks almost brand new. When you buy a quality product, it does last longer. And massage tables and chairs may have warranties too. If there is ever a chance that there is a massage gathering near you, a conference, a convention, or whatever, and they have a trade show, it is worth it to go for at least one day to hit the trade show, even if you haven't started school yet, but most especially if you are a student, because most of them have a student day, and some of these can be huge. Some can just have a few booths. It's a great opportunity to get to see a lot of products and equipment. So let's pay attention to how many hours you need to complete, if you want to do an associate's degree or not, look at some class schedules, cost, what is and isn't included, think about your self-care, and start thinking about how you're going to pay for this and manage with your own life balance. I want to thank you for listening, downloading, subscribing, and sharing this. I really appreciate it. I hope it helps many people. Please tune in next time, because we're going to talk about the last things you can do before you actually make an appointment to sit down with an enrollment counselor or school administrator and questions you may have never thought to ask about any school or program. Take care. I'm Zerlin Deary, and remember, the future is in your hands. is in your hands is a production of and is the intellectual property of Zerlin Deary and Anatriptic Alchemy. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors as long as they're factually based. This podcast represents her own personal opinions based on her education and experience and does not represent the views or opinions of the American Massage Therapy Association, the Society for Oncology Massage, the National Certification Board for Therapeutic Massage and Bodywork, the Massage Therapy Foundation, or any other organization or institution. Thank you for listening, and have a nice day.